The possibility could be that yes, these hoes ain't loyal and you can't trust them. Facts and science state this. Welcome back to the Bromar Show. I am your host, Bromar, and before we get into content, I actually want to discuss this specific conspiracy that I just came up with. And I should have released this around September, but I just thought about it after September. <laughs> so when Green Day dude here sings Wake Me Up When September Ends, I feel like I am under the impression that he never went to sleep in September. Think about it. There is a song called Brain Stew and the lyrics at the beginning of the song says, I'm having trouble trying to sleep. I'm counting sheep, but I'm running out. So essentially what I'm trying to say is, is that Green Day guy here didn't actually go to sleep in September. He was too busy trying to go to bed. In the end, it all failed because he ran out of sheep and hate to break it to you, but he was awake the whole time during the month of September. So by the way, I'm going to start referring to the lead singers as insert band name dude to whatever corresponding band name it is. So if I'm talking about Kurt Cobain, I'll call him Nirvana guy. Or if I'm talking about Dave Grohl, I'll be saying Foo Fighter slash Nirvana guy because he was in both. <laughs> or Brandon Urie, call him Panic at the Disco guy. Just adds more entertainment value instead of saying Billy Joe Armstrong. But you get it, it's a little bit more of a creative thought. I mean, I'm pretty sure someone has thought about it, but it's just not common. All right, let's look at more random ass conspiracies since we're talking about Green Day conspiracy here. Now keep in mind, I just came up with these conspiracies on my own. Really not a lot of information or a lot of thought was put into it. It was just random things that I know about. Let's just call this segment fake conspiracies because they're not necessarily true, but maybe possible <laughs> if you think about it. Another conspiracy theory I actually want to mention is the one about the Navy. When the Navy officially acknowledged the existence of aliens. Now you ask, well, what does the Navy have to do with any of this? If you think about it, they announced it shortly before the Area 51 raid, which is why people did not raid Area 51, because the US Navy just handed out the answer to them, say, all right, fine, aliens are real, just don't go raid into the area, okay? Like, we'll. We'll release screenshots whenever it's safe, so people would not panic. And by the way, we did release some screenshots, but a lot of people claimed that they were fake. So that's why we, we, can't, we can't officially announce that aliens are real because we've been doing this for years and you haven't believed us. And then you're like, oh, well, tell us that aliens are real, and you keep doing the same thing. And tying this more into Area 51, now I think what... We'll, should be done here. I already am coming up with a bunch of ideas. We have one that's fake conspiracies. Tell me some of the weirdest, crazy conspiracies you can come up with, with little to no evidence. And then this other one would be name one superficial item that is more than likely being hidden by Area 51. So this is going again with the fake conspiracy thing. Skate 4 is actually in Area 51. Look, Sessions, that's a whole different game. It may be similar or maybe just like Skate 4 was supposed to be. But Area 51 has Skate 4. Why? Because it's been like, I don't know, it's been more than over 10 years since this game was supposed to be released or announced and whatnot. That's just it, honestly. So tell me some of your 
fake spiracies, you know, just throw a whole bunch of shit you found on the internet together and then just make up your own thing. And then the other one is tell me a superficial item that's being hidden in Area 51. For example, like hand sanitizer that kills 100% of the germs or 99% milk. It's 98% milk. Jesus Christ. I can't even do math. But yeah, either tell me a fake conspiracy with some of the random facts you find on the internet, or you can tell me some of the items possibly hidden in Area 51. Uh, hit me up on Instagram. You can DM me there, or you can go straight to my website. I actually have both my Instagram handle and my website link in the description. Or you can even shoot a message, a voice message via Anchor and let me know what you think. And if you shoot a voice message, I will put your message on a show, even give you a shout out. And yeah, just let me know what you think, because I personally think this is kind of fun. Should come up with more of these fake series. If you want to be a part of the Bromar show, if you want to co-host or be a guest, DM me on Instagram in which you can find my Instagram handle on the description of the podcast. The reason why I place it there is because... It tends to change from time to time, even though I shouldn't really do that with my Instagram handle. I just want to let you know that you can find it there in case it changes. So again, if you are interested in being part of the Bromar Show, whether you want to be a co-host or you want to be a guest, you can DM me at Instagram. Okay, so now we're going to look at some responses to one of our previous episodes, which was called... Where have all the good men gone? It was basically an analysis of a subreddit, and I gave my own take on it, and I said, while, yes, there are some damaged human beings within that subreddit, there could be some truth there, because there are bad women partners out there that make terrible choices when it comes to dating. I'm not saying that they should really save themselves for marriage, all that mess, yada, yada, yada. Y'all can do whatever you want. I mean, I'm not planning to get married, so (laughs) really doesn't matter to me. So we're going to actually look at some of the responses in regards to the episode and see what people think about this subreddit. Where have all the good men gone? The first response for this subreddit was by a girl named Casey here stating that it's basically a bunch of insecure men defending very outdated and oppressive institution of monogamy in 2019. Uh, We have here a guy named Jason stating that This was specifically created to respond to r slash nice guys, which is a subreddit about just guys believing that they should be entitled to sex just because they were nice. It's essentially the same thing for women when they just feel entitled to relationship or commitment after their terrible dating choices. Sam here states that subreddit, where have all the good men, is basically just this cesspool of incels where they just come together and constantly slut-shame women who had sex before meeting their fiancé. She states that it is surprising and shocking that that subreddit hasn't been banned or removed. We have a guy here by the name of Dave who believes that the people within the r slash where have all the good men subreddit are just guys that couldn't get a woman if someone even tried to help them. That's why a lot of these self-entitled pricks want to go back to the earlier times, the 1800s, where everything was property and can do whatever he wants to his wife with no consequences and all this mess. Still in shock and wondering why Reddit hasn't taken this subreddit down. 
We also have Rob here commenting that we have to move on beyond the paternalistic misogyny of needing to ensure women are virgins. Wilson here actually went ahead and took a little bit of a deep dive into the subreddit and stated that their science seems to be very one-sided about how men don't like women sleeping around and that apparently they find that gross for a biological reason and apparently men like sleeping around too and apparently there's a biological justification for that also. So, what's one of the best ways to tell the best stories? Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. So if you've always wanted to start your own podcast or you want to entertain people or you just want to tell the best stories out there, go to anchor.fm slash start and join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. Can't wait to hear your podcasts and those crazy stories. You want to feed us. Mm. So Wilson's opinion here drew me into the next topic I'm going to talk about because in that episode about where have all the good men gone, I mentioned about how apparently there was a justification or some scientific evidence about if a woman has had multiple sleeping partners in the past that there's a higher probability that this woman will not be committed and apparently there was science behind that and so I actually went around and dug through some articles here and I found quite a bit of a mix here you have articles here talking about how apparently that there is some male DNA within women's brains and there's some articles that are debunking that that are trying to express that so we're going to look at the one that states that apparently there is and then we're going to look at the ones that debunk that idea so we are going to take a look at the first article here that talks about yes women do retain DNA from every man they have sex with. So this was actually posted on RSVP Live. I'll leave a link of this article in the description. So originally this study was supposed to be to determine if women who have been pregnant with a son might be more predisposed to certain neurological diseases that occur more frequently in males. But this study took a completely different direction and apparently they found out in female brains that they arbor male microchimerism. And to put that into simpler terms, it's basically the presence of male DNA that originated from another individual. And it has more specific details about how 63% of the females tested arbored male microchimerism in the brain and it was present in multiple brain regions and this meant that the 63% of the women involved in the study carry male DNA cells that live in their brains and the researchers also wanted to discover where the DNA came from. So most people know that a man's DNA mixes with women's DNA during pregnancy to create the child. But this DNA doesn't come from the father or your father. Apparently that was the first idea, but then they cracked it down to other options where it was like, okay, maybe from a previous pregnancy, the mother might have had a boy and then all that transferred. So a little bit of more complex things here. And many of the women involved in the study claimed that they were never even pregnant. And in the research, they hide the possibility that the presence of this DNA 
from males in women comes from sex. And the conclusion here in the article states that it was not infrequent in women without sons. Besides the known pregnancies, other possible sources of male microchimerism uh, included unrecognized like spontaneous abortions or through sexual intercourse. So far, those are the conclusions of the possibility why male DNA can be found in women's brains. And apparently it was significantly more frequent and levels were higher in women with induced abortion than in women with other pregnancy histories. It still states that further studies are needed to determine the specific origins of male microchimerism in women. And let's take a look now at the articles that debunk that. So Global News here, which uh, apparently is a WordPress website here, states that no, women do not absorb and retain DNA from every man they have sex with. And apparently these articles that were just clickbait and fake were released or published on Your Newswire and Information Nigeria. And apparently this startling discovery was made by researchers at the University of Seattle and Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center. So it seems like this research was conducted by some pretty reliable sources, I would say. So Snopes here pointed out, which I will actually include a Snopes article here also. The study examined the brains of several women during an autopsy and demonstrated for the first time the presence of genetically distinct male cells. And of course, this was known as microchimerism. It, it already explains, you know, it's basically male cells present in the bodies of females. And this concept is not new and was usually caused by cells from a male fetus from a prior pregnancy. But we stated earlier, some of these microchimerisms were not even from pregnancies. Also stated that the study said that in addition to prior pregnancies, the male cells could be acquired by a female from a recognized or a vanished male twin, an older male sibling, or through non-irradiated blood transfusion. However, your newswire draws a very different and false conclusion. Your newswire stated this. What it's trying to say is every male you absorb come from becomes a living part of you for life. The woman optized in the study were elderly. That's what the article says. Sperm is alive. It is living cells, then digs in. It enters your bloodstream and collects in your brain and spine. Uh, that's apparently what the false report here. But it, it, it really doesn't close anything out here. It just leaves it blank. I mean, to be fair, we're going to look at another one here. Forbes here tries to answer the male DNA is often found in women's brains. Where does it come from? And apparently this was asked, do a woman retain DNA from every man they have ever slept with? The answer is no, because the claim apparently comes from an absurd clickbait article on your newswire and doesn't want to give more oxygen by linking it. But um, if if you want people to actually take your response serious, you might want to link it, just, just saying. And of course, it references the same study, and apparently another study showed that few women had male cells, even though, as far as they knew, they had never been pregnant. And based on this, there's of your Newswire article made a gigantic leap to claiming that these cells must be sperm collected from sex partners. And, you know, explains here about how the sperm works. You know, they're haploid, they can't function like normal human cells. They're highly specialized and having involved solely to compete to get to the egg. They don't survive more than a few days, even in the 
oviduct, which evolved to store them and most importantly, they can't divide. So no, women don't retain men's sperm cells for life. That's just apparently absurd. So apparently it asks, well, why do some women who've never been pregnant still have male cells? The most likely answer is that they have been pregnant, they just did not know it. And it's thought that around half of all pregnancies end in spontaneous miscarriage, very often before they are detected. There's also two other plausible sources for these cells is that cells from another older brother that had been retained in the woman's mother, they were incorporated by the woman she was growing within the womb or cells from a male twin that was absorbed before birth. So this was from the other study. Uh, other possibilities here. It is remotely possible that women might sometimes retain some non-sperm cells from male partners since that's never been studied in biology is weird, but there's currently no reason to think it's true and many reasons to think that it's not. And apparently the female reproductive tract is a horrible, unfriendly place to start a new colony. And if it weren't, you would have embryos growing all over the place and you know, it's really bad news for pregnancy. And you will be far more likely to catch someone else's cells than an open wound, but that's also extraordinarily rare. And I mean, so far, the same conclusion explains, uh, apparently it's trying to say, well, no, that's not true. Women do not absorb male's DNA. We have even Snopes here that claims that this is false. This study is not true. The thing that can be concluded is that they're still researching this. Like it's a possibility, maybe, which is explained why a lot of these crazy bitches that are into sex are crazy. <laughs> That's just a possibility. There's not necessarily enough data out there yet to explain this. However, they're looking more into it. So once we get on full results, the possibility could be that yes, these hoes ain't loyal and you can't trust them. Facts and science state this. That could be the case, but so far, people still have to look into it and research it more. So yeah, that's all I got to say about this article. So yeah, this is pretty much it. So thanks for listening and you can follow the podcast by subscribing to it on whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google Play. And if you have any suggestions, you can DM me on Instagram. You can find the Instagram handle in the podcast description. And let me know what you think about this topic because I personally thought it was interesting. Well, there really isn't a set conclusion for this. It does make you wonder, you know, hmm, maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong. But I understand now the saying of you can't trust these hoes or we, we don't love these hoes. So I understand that a little bit. However, I don't want to jump the gun and call everyone a hoe because, you know, it's just not how it works. Otherwise, everybody will be sleeping with all these hoes, including them incels. <laughs> Thanks again for listening and until next time. Next time on the Bromar Show, we are going to be talking about escorts, hookers, and all of those things in between. Them legs or Jesus, already bad even for a preview. But the whole point is, I am going to be talking about, well, what if this type of action is legalized across the United States? What would happen? It's an in-depth thought process along with that. It is a what if situation that I would like to brainstorm and theorize about. And that will happen next time on The Bromar Show.